When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hi, I'm Dean Blandino from Fox Sports, and you are listening to the Quick Snap Podcast. Ladies and gents, welcome to another episode of the Quick Snap Podcast in association with Fanatics, the place to go for all your NFL gear. Get yourself over to thequicksnap.co.uk and see if there's anything you fancy. Uh, I am your host, obviously, Ari. Uh, we've got Tom with us, as always. Say hi, Tom. Hello. Hey, and we've got Chris from the Commish Podcast. Uh, Chris, we had on a few weeks ago, um, giving us all his insight into the fantasy football world, but today you've got him on as a resident Patriots fan. How you doing, Chris? <laughs> doing well, Ari. Thanks. Appreciate it, man. It's, uh, it's fun to be back on. Tom, good to see you as well. I'm, yeah, I'm uh, see you. Ha- happy you guys are healthy, staying upright. And you, pal. Obviously, <laughs> yep. it, it's completely different. We, we always see in the news what's happening in America, and we're, we're obviously look, watching quite uh, intently to see what's going to happen with the NFL. Yeah. Are things getting any better? Are, are we going to have fans in stadiums? Is the, is the NFL going to go ahead? What's the feeling over there with you guys? Yeah, so, I, you know, it's kind of interesting. I, I feel like I have two narratives in my head. The first is, like, watch and see what the other major sports do, right? Uh, they're they're, they're going to be kicking off much kicking off. They're going to be, you know, whatever, baseball, uh, hockey, and basketball are all going to be playing a lot faster or sooner than, than football will. So I think, you know, what's nice about football season is that we get to watch and see what these other major sports, yeah. uh, yeah, you know, um, what their game plans are basically. Um, and we're starting to see that a little bit in the, I, I would say the, uh, the actual football, like real football, <laughs> right? Yeah. Like European football, you guys, you know, you guys are already yeah. starting off and, you know, I follow, I follow a little bit of the, uh, the premier league and, uh, I'm a big Cristiano Ronaldo fan. So I've been watching him over at, uh, over in Italy. So anyways, point being is that my, my gut feeling is that we'll end up having a season. Um, I would never put anything past greedy NFL owners to not get their season in. Yeah. So that's, <laughs> I think that's, 
that that's pretty much what I'm hanging my hat on. It's it's one of these weird like uh, moral conundrums. It's like you know I hate I hate how uh, you know again I'm a, I am a capitalist of sorts. Like I do work in the business world, and so I get it, and I do understand uh, the notion behind it. But at the same time, I'm also like you know because of that we're going to have an NFL season. So I feel you know I feel like it's a it'll be a, po- a net positive in the end for everyone. Yeah, I think. As you say, over here in the Premier League and obviously in Europe, we've been playing like soccer to so you guys, football, and it's sure. been going pretty well. They obviously create a bubble around the team, don't they, where the testing is thorough, right. it's very regular. Yeah. Um, it's, not like, it's not like me and you going outside and interacting with people. These guys yeah. are putting bubbles and this, and this is their career now. So yeah. it, I think it, it definitely can make it work. It's just going to be a bit oh, very, very different. Um, yeah. It's really stringent. Like I don't know if you've seen in the cricket. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if you know what cricket is. To be honest. you know, to be fair, you know? little side note here. Um, I went on a little small vacation uh, with my family to Bermuda, and uh, yeah. in Bermuda they are big there. cricket people. Yeah. I actually watched yeah. the major match over uh, over one of the big holidays over there. So I actually saw yeah. a cricket a cricket cricket match live. It's long as it's long as fuck. Like I don't yeah, know how is. they do it, but it is, yeah. it is long. It can, it can <laughs> yeah, be five days. So anyway, England and the West Indies have just finished a five-day game today. England lost, which was kind of expected to be honest. But anyway, they've they've done it where they've got some cricket stadiums which actually have hotels in them. Mm. So the players are in a bubble where they can't even leave the stadium grounds. Right. So yeah. everyone's able to stay in all the same place. All the commentary people. Um, all the media all stay in this in the hotel as well. Everyone gets tested every two days. Um, they have squads um, for the teams of about basically double of what they actually need just to make yeah. sure that if someone did get it, then there's plenty of people that can kind of come in as cover. And I think when you think about, say, having a squad double the size of what you need, imagine having an NFL roster with 100 people in there. Right. Um, because obviously yeah, they used to have 55, aren't they? So if, if they did double that, like it's going to be quite interesting to see how they do decide to work things. It's not as easy, as it? I think um, I've seen a few te- few players as well on on, um, on their social medias. They're expressing quite a lot of um, negative thoughts about even starting this because what, yeah. what um, I posted um, a post about when Zeke got coronavirus a few mm. months back or so, and somebody uh, commented saying he's fine, he's an athlete, it'll be passed in no time. I'm like, yeah, that's probably true because this guy is an absolute athlete. But let's say like an offensive lineman or someone like that who. He yeah. isn't very fit, you know. Yeah, okay, he, he can run and he can tackle and he block, but when you say like an actual like health, probably not that healthy. And if if something yeah. like that catches him, it could definitely have a detrimental effect on his life. So it, yeah. it's definitely different people, isn't it? Different different different, uh, different situations. Yeah, totally. I, the funny thing is, is like it's not well, not, not a funny thing, but the the tricky part about what what COVID nineteen is, I think what we're all realizing here is that it affects everyone very differently. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I don't know how many healthy people have gotten it uh, around me per se. I, I don't know any NFL players or, or anything, but uh, I'd imagine I've had some healthy friends or family or whoever. But like, the point is, is like, you know, it could it could affect Zeke one way, and then it could affect Christian McCaffrey another way, right? So. Yeah. Um, it, it's just very, it's very unknown wh- how it, how, you know, what the sim- what symptoms will result in different types of people. So um, the other thing too is like it's pretty interesting because like Z can get it again. Apparently, you can get this thing twice. Like symptoms yeah. can can creep back up. Like just because you beat it one time doesn't mean that you're not going to be able to like have to fight it once again. It's funny because like a tweet was going around like, okay, so is it clear consensus that because Zeke got COVID nineteen, he's the running back one off the board? 
right? Because he'll never get it again. <laughs> but the reality is, is like, no, he actually could get it again. So yeah, yeah, don't go that, don't take that route. It's going to be a, for obviously for us guys who were watching it and obviously we're putting things on social media, we're doing podcasts all the time. It's going to be an absolutely wild year to try and keep up oh, with yeah. this thing because you will, I don't even, it's going to be this like changing every week. You know, it's going to, as you say, Tom, before the rosters are that big and you've got to have yeah. 32 teams and then the backroom staff, everyone, all the logistics yeah. get working around, you know, taking a, pl- a team full of players and staff and coaches over yeah. to like, say like from Buffalo to Washington yeah, up in Seattle, that's that's not easy. Yeah. So no, it's um, not. It's, it's going to be a, an interesting one to watch. Maybe not interesting for the people that get COVID, but you know, definitely yeah. for a, as a fan thing to see how it all works out. No, totally. Um, I think the other thing too is uh, you know the NFL. Like they're trying to like they're trying to make the optics suggest that they are ahead of this thing. Like you know, no more jersey swaps, as an example. Yeah. I don't know how much of like, I don't know, like, you know, I don't think that's, that's, it doesn't mean anything like, like these guys are going to no. be fucking rubbing up all over each other all game. Like, they might as well Jersey swap based on how they'll be doing it. Like, oh, like shit, so, yeah. especially the offensive lineman, the defensive lineman, they're going to be up against each other the whole time. You can get it just from sweat rubbing on some, someone else. So oh, dude, you might yeah. as well Jersey swap. If you're running yeah, back, so... if you're running back, you need to go into one of those chambers after the game and get deep <laughs> clean with a hose because you have, yeah, you have been in pylons with people on top of you all game. Yeah. There's no yeah. way that like, if, if if someone's got it in there and the running back is hitting them, well, yeah, it's one of those, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Well, the other the other funny part of this whole situation that'll be interesting to watch. Uh, so so I guess they're allowed. So, all right, this is the other thing. I don't know if this is going to actually happen or not, but they're going to try to allow 25% capacity at stadiums. So yeah, that, that came out. Okay. Yeah, my guess is that doesn't happen. Again, we're, yeah. we'll watch what baseball and, and hockey and the NBA do over the summer, but my guess is that doesn't happen. And if it does, okay, awesome. That's, that's pretty cool. But they're also going to be allowed to pump in crowd noise at yeah. a certain Mom. decibel. I don't know how that's going to happen, but What's interesting is, you know, I was talking to my, I was talking to our guys over here, Alex and Eric, who co-host the Commission podcast with me, and we were like, dude, we're gonna hear some some words that, you know, we we never thought we'd hear yeah. out of an NFL game, you know, yeah. the, the type of shit yeah. that, you know, Jalen, can you imagine like listening to Jalen Ramsey mic'd up? Oh my yeah. goodness, but like I'd rather hear that. I'd rather hear that than have some fake crowd noise yeah. pumped into the stadium. Right. Yeah, that's a good yeah. point. Well, same, yeah. same with, all, same same with all, the, all the calls on the lines from the offensive linemen yeah. from quarterbacks. I'd much rather hear that. Sure. Sure. So in England we have um we have the option on our on our TV channels to watch it with crowd noise or watch it without. And I'll no always shit. watch it without because wow. it's far yeah. more interesting to hear the players actually when like when talking to each other and how and how it actually plays out rather than just hearing yeah. fake yeah. fake crowd noise. Yeah. Um yeah, well maybe maybe it's a good, you know, good spot to maybe potentially wrap this one up, but uh I don't know if you guys are into technology, like tech heads or whatever. I'm, I'm not really, but I, you know, I, I try to keep up with, with what potentially could happen. But a couple of years back, they were talking about how VR, um, people were going to, there was going to be like subscription services where you could like wear those kind of like ocular goggle things um, and have a subscription to like pretty much have like a front row seat at like NBA games and shit. So it would be like as if you were watching the game from the sideline of, of an NBA nice. game. Yeah, well, with COVID now, I mean, this thing might take a life of its own, you know, right? You might have some yeah. VR scenarios yeah. where, like, you're kind of down at the field or, like, you're in the stadium watching this thing with, you know, pumped in crowd noise. It's almost like you're there, sort of, so. But you're, like, watching the live game, so. We'll see what happens. It's pretty amazing. interesting stuff. That would be pretty cool. Yeah. Well, 
Right, we'll move on on to the reason why we've got you on here. Obviously, Mr. Cam Newton himself has been looking for a team for God knows how long. Uh, he's gone from such a high <laughs> in his career being in the Super Bowl to being at such a low where pretty much no one was offering him a contract. Uh, he's got to the point where, he's pro- in my eyes, he's in the best place he could be. Uh, yeah. you know, there was definitely options around there for him and the Patriots, the best team available at the time, have taken him on board. He hasn't got much competition, really. I mean, they, they can say they had all the confidence in the world and sit him all they want to, but we all know the truth. They were absolutely panicking going into yeah. a season like that. Mm. And, and now, the only bad thing for Cam Newton now is the money that he's on, which is I think is almost disgraceful. But <laughs> uh, but he's got, a, he's got a job and he's, he's now got his chance to go and play in the NFL again. So yeah. what are we thinking about that? When your initial thought, when the news came out, Patriots have signed, Cam Newton, what was your thought then? Yeah, so, all right, so when it was official, I was fucking jacked, obviously. I was very excited to see this, right? <laughs> yeah. uh, and, and to be fair, like, I was never really like, a Cam Newton fan. Like, even when he was in Carolina and when he was the MVP, like, for, I don't know, some reason, like, I just didn't think it was, like, very sustainable. So, like, as, like, a franchise looking for a good quarterback, we're over here sitting with Tom Brady, and we're like, all right, well, we got our guy. Like, that's I'm, – I'm more used to that style of play, and it, yeah. and it works for us, right, as a Patriots fan. So, it's like – week in and week out it's like i've watched tom brady play every day it's like I, why would i ever want to trade spots you wouldn't want him? anything else would you no. no right for real like you know and, and and like you wouldn't want to trade it over like you know a cam newton who even if he has a good season in 2015 like over the longevity of a, of a you know my lifetime basically my, my childhood and into like my 30s now it's like i'm gonna take tom brady all the fucking time 10 times out of 10 right so i never yeah. was a huge cam newton fan but that being said it's like all right things change when the environment shifts, right? And so when you're sitting there and you have Jared Stidham looking at as your QB, it's like, all right, well, maybe, I don't know. This is the other thing. It's like, you know, it's like, it's the in-bill we trust scenario, right? With, with Patriots fans, it's like, who did it? Was it Tom Brady or was it Bill Belichick? And we all pay lip service to, 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 to Bill Belichick, basically, and, and, him, and him creating masterfully the roster every single year. So you, you, you can't, on the one hand, you can't sit there and say like you weren't a little nervous with Jared Stidham, but you still had faith in that they could produce a good season, right? Yeah, and that yeah. Belichick knows what he's doing. Um, but then when he goes and signs Cam Newton, it's like, all right, well, he clearly knows what he's doing. Either way, like he was going to, you know, he, he was either going to roll with Jared Stidham or he was going to roll with Cam Newton. Now he's got both on the roster. Something's going to happen. It's obvious. I think my guess is obviously, you know, Newton's going to be the week one starter here. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, contract now. Let's. So then we find out, right? <laughs> yeah. We so he hit, he hits he hits the Patriots roster. Okay, cool. Official news. Then you hear about how much he signed for. Shameful. That's what it is. Well, okay. So <laughs> it is, but it's not. <laughs> it is, but it's not. And here's why. Uh, I after listening to, I read something about how Cam Newton was basically like, I'm gonna earn this thing, right? There. I have no problem in a man who's already made his money going out there and saying, to, you know, for one year, I'm going to fucking re-earn this thing, right? So he yeah, goes yeah. out there, he signs a $7.5 million deal, barely. Like, he has to hit all of his incentives to even get that, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, right? And those yeah. incentives aren't that easy in some of them. Yeah, exactly. And so, and just, just for your listeners who might not know a bit about sort of like the New England region in the Boston area – we're very much like a blue collar grind and grit type of community. Yeah. Yeah. We love like Julian Edelman. That's like our guy, like, right. Gronk was our guy. Tom Brady, I gotta be honest, kind of, he, he sort of like, 
you know, he, he sort of really transcended all of New England sports in, in, in every way possible. Like, he really doesn't actually fit the mold of, like, the types of guys we like to watch. Like, Paul Pierce on, on the Celtics, like, very grit and grind, yeah. do the work, that type of stuff. And um, that we like to see. So when you have a guy who I wasn't necessarily fond of throughout his career, Cam Newton, come and say to, say to us, basically, like, look, I'll, I'll put in a year's worth of work for minimal amount of money to prove that I can still do it. That fucking yeah. rings true for every working person on the planet. Right. It's like, yeah. that's about it. That's about as like, you know, I don't know. It's like, it's about as blue collar Americana as it gets. Yeah. So, so you are right. Like in, in terms of like, is he worth more? Definitely. However, is it, is it shameful for wanting to prove it? Definitely not. Like I have no yeah. problem with him wanting to do that. So in, in, in other words, like I've, I'm already, I already have more respect because I didn't expect this out of him. Right. Yeah. I expected more I of like a LeBron James sort of path with Cam Newton and he's taking yeah. the opposite route and kudos to him for doing that just on like a player level. So, and now, you know, obviously as a Pats fan, I get to watch him, you know, potentially light it up this year. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. I almost think the contract makes it more, gives me a bit more faith that he kind of will do well because he's got so much riding on it now because there is such little, um, incentive from a money perspective it's all going right. to just be using this year as a stepping stone basically so whether that's a stepping stone to have another few years with the Patriots or to hit free agency again and go to another team he's relying on this one year yeah um for him to basically keep on earning money and to keep on playing in the league so yeah like yeah to me I think this is a good thing for for both Cam in terms of the long term and and for the Patriots as well yeah I think so I, I, I'm fully on board with the uh, grafters. We, obviously, me and Tom are uh, fans of Everton in the Premier League. and We've grown up watching teams where, we, where if the player plays well and puts in 100% effort... Which they don't do anymore. Form, yeah, we don't, not anymore. They right. Don't, yeah, they but, don't do it. They don't are, care. We, they don't no, care. Yeah, not anymore. But we, we, we <laughs> have, in the past, we'd have players who aren't, aren't the best talent-wise, but... Yeah. If they're 100% efforts, we're all behind them because that's what yeah. we appreciate, that, that effort. And exactly. I, I'm fully on board with your points of, if this was Cam Newton's first choice, I'm going to go and sign for this much money and I'm going to prove what I'm, I'm worth. I'd be on, on your side, like, yeah, 100% <laughs> Cam's the guy. Sure. I don't think Cam had a choice. And, and I, <laughs> it's I, fair, I, yeah. I, I respect him for what he's done and, that, and you can't take that away from him. He has, in the end, he has signed for a team on, on minimal wages and he has to go out and prove it, and that's fantastic. That's essentially what Todd Gurley's doing, and, well, similar to what Melvin Gordon. Um, but with Cam, it's all on him now. The injury has pretty much nearly disrupted his whole career path. It yeah. is all on him. But the way I see it is, nobody else offered him a contract. So Yeah, as really far as we know, saying, no one else. Yeah, Yeah. so was it really him saying, yeah, I'll take that less money, or was it Bill Belichick saying to you, that's all I'm giving you, take it yeah. or leave it? Well, the, well, think about it. Yes, that's, that is true. Uh, but again, like we're talking about finite time here, right? So, so what I mean by that is, is like, yeah, he could have like, in terms of like 2020, yes, that was the, that was the scenario. But every season we're, we, when we know this, right, every season, a team is desperate for a quarterback. He could have, yeah. he could have just taken, he could have sat the season now and then came back the season after and raked it in, right? Like there have been like 10 teams looking for a viable quarterback option after like, disastrous seasons that he probably would have cashed in on. So um, that, that could have been another path, but look, I mean, he's a gamer, so he wants to play. I think that's pretty yeah. much what it comes down to. 
Um, the other thing too, which is interesting about the injury piece that you noted is like, people forget this, but Tom Brady, when he hurt his leg, when he tore his, whatever it was, his MCL, when he got hit in that first yeah. game against Kansas City, he was 31. Cam Newton is coming off of a pretty serious surgery and yeah. injury with his rotator cuff. Um, and he had the, I think he had the, uh, the, the Liz Frank um, uh, surgery, this past one. He's yeah. 30 years old. Right. And Tom Brady went in and had another Hall of Fame career on his second half after post injury. So yeah. to sit there and say like a six four, six five quarterback can't have another stretch of like, you know, five good seasons ahead of him. Well, Tom Brady's already done it and he's not really a mobile quarterback. And I and to be fair, and and you know, we had Edwin Porras on as a doctor on our podcast, basically said there's no data to suggest that a mobile quarterback um is more is more injured than a non mobile quarterback. There's no data to support that on average. No. So mm-hmm. Cam Newton's injuries are just, just football injuries, you know, that can happen to anybody. It, it's got the ideal team around him. And obviously Bill Belichick is, there's no better person than him to try and devise a scheme that will make it work for him. It's got right. Julian Edelman, who has basically made every kind of short pass possible for Tom Brady in the last three years of contract, which is fantastic. Cause yeah. if, if, if Cam Newton is looking for the easy way out, Julian Edelman will be there every, every time. So, yeah. uh, yeah. I do agree, and the, your point about um, he didn't have to sign is very valid because in about three months' time or four months' time, you'll have a quarterback who's injured week three, week two, yeah. and they'll be looking for another quarterback, and he could have waited about a, a month into the season <laughs> exactly. and signed massive. Yeah, so you are right in that, that side of it. Sure. Just, I get your point, though. I get your point. Yeah, <laughs> I think what you are right, it's, it's at the end of the day, he didn't have to sign, and he's chosen to sign that contract. He's now going to work for it, and if he does, right. I'll be made up for him because – I've got a lot of respect for people that say, I, I am as good as I say I am, and I'll prove it. Because yeah, fair, exactly. Fair play. If you go out and prove it, then fair play to you. Dude, exactly, yeah. And look, you know, he, he, he just doesn't need the money. Like, you know, to yeah, be fairly, he doesn't need it to be compensated for your talents. I'm, again, all for it. I'm all for guys getting paid. But I'm also for guys wanting to go out and prove it. So it's like, yeah. dude, good for you, man. Um, you know? Well, like you said, he's a, he's a – he doesn't need the money. He's a very marketable player, isn't he? He's had endorsements himself. Like I've seen him on, on adverts for, for yogurt, like when yeah. I'm watching Game Pass yeah. during during the season. So I think he's definitely got his money behind him. And Boston's going to be a new, well, new England. It's a big enough market, isn't it? I'm sure he'll be getting endorsements. Oh, plenty locally oh, yeah. there as well. So I mean, he'll 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 still be getting his money. While we're, while we're on the topic of money, then um, and quarterbacks. You know, how could we miss you know Mr. NFL himself now, Patrick Mahomes, <laughs> with the biggest NFL contract in history? Um, that 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 was unbelievable. I, I, we, were, we were on a podcast with um, Justin from we, Titans Brawl. Yeah. Uh, end of the podcast within three minutes, that came up. That came up, yeah. Oh wow! And I was like, oh my god, that is huge. Um, throw, away, throw, throw away the podcast yeah. script <laughs> yeah. to talk about yeah, yeah honestly it was huge it was uh so I, if, I'm, if i'm honest i'm still not quite sure how it's all working because of uh, how are you gonna know what how a 10-year contract works it's so layered it's, it's a joke but yeah it's never yeah. gonna last that long like within about four or five years time it'll get restructured like he'll probably ultimately earn all of that money he'll just keep on getting restructured i imagine because kansas yeah. aren't going to want him to leave unless he gets injured so Crazy. Yeah, no, it's um. So I didn't. I don't know if you guys have the numbers in front of you. How much of it did it come out? Did they disclose how much he was guaranteed? I'm sure. It was 141, I think, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. So okay. that's injury guarantees. Yeah. Uh, okay, got it. All right. So, so that's kind of a 
key part of this whole thing. They, they most, and I agree with you, they most definitely will restructure. When I first saw that contract, I was like, huh, no shit, huh? That's like a, that's a, that's a big number, man. That's like, yeah. you know, half a billion dollars almost here. Yeah. yeah. Uh, which is like, it's just fucking absurd to think about. And then yeah. at the same time, I'm over here and I'm looking at this, right? I kind of dug into the value of the Kansas City Chiefs. And then I go and look and I'm like, and I'll explain, what, this, I'll explain what, what I mean by this. I'm like, if they didn't fucking give him a share of the Kansas City Chiefs, they underpaid him. Right. So they should, they should have given him more. If you really think about this and here's why I say it. Okay. If you go and look at the top 50 most valuable teams in all of sports, uh, you know, you can just go look at this up in the the Mm -hmm. Forbes 50 ranking. So the Patriots are ranked number seven. They're worth $3.8 billion. There's one man to thank for that. It's Tom Brady. Right. Yeah. The Golden State Warriors are worth $3.5 billion. They're ranked, they're ranked number nine, right? And there's one man to thank for that. It's Stephen Curry, right? Goes and, yeah. goes and gives him three titles, Tom Brady, six titles, all of that accumulation, all that value. The Kansas City Chiefs are ranked 47 on that list. Like, by the time this thing is said and done, what, that, they're going to be a top 10 franchise in yeah. the world. Garen fucking teed because of one man, right? You can, I mean, you mm-hmm. can say Andy Reid, but let's be honest. He, there's only one yeah. guy doing the fucking work out there. And he's 24 years old, like 34 at this point is like young in quarterback years, right? Tom Brady's transcending the way that quarterbacks play. You're looking at Big Ben, Aaron Rodgers. I think he was only like 35 or 36. He looks like shit. But anyways, point is, uh, (laughs) there are other other quarterbacks who look young, like Phillip Rivers, right? They they actually look good, right? When they're, when they're playing and they're a lot older. So this 30, like the notion that he can't play for 10 years is it's not a thing. Like he's going to play for 10 years pending any major, you know, serious injury. Um, and my guess is that the Kansas City Chiefs will very easily climb the charts in most, val- in most valuable franchises in the entire world because of this now. It is, it is insane to think that this young, young lad came into the NFL. It, it was, he was passed on by so many teams. He sat the behind... Bears. The Bears. Oh, the Bears. The Bears oh, for my. Trubisky. That's the, the funny one. They draw, yeah, passed up, passed up nine times. Yeah. Imagine being a Bears fan, knowing that you could have passed on him for Trubisky. Well, dude, they, they, I'm pretty sure oh, uh, um, Baker Mayfield and Sam Darnold got drafted ahead of Mahomes. They're the year after, I think. They're the year after. The year oh, after. right, yeah, yeah, sorry, sorry, the year after. Yeah, but, yeah. I, but didn't but, the Browns and Jets also draft quarterbacks in that same year? Uh, the Browns might have. The Browns would have. Yeah, the Browns drafted yeah. a quarterback every year. Didn't yeah. They, so. yeah, yeah. I was reading. I was just reading something just recently, and I read. I read Browns and Jets, so I wasn't sure if uh, I wasn't sure. I I forget. I forget what year that the uh, they drafted Sam Darnold and Baker Mayfield. But anyways, yeah. But the point is, is that there were like two other quarterbacks that went ahead, or three other quarterbacks that went ahead of Mahomes. Yeah, at that time. it was. Cr- yeah. The thing is, Wait, even if like you with, are right sorry. with the um, with the franchise value, he is gonna he is gonna make. The Kansas City Chiefs, a worldwide franchise. So they've gone yeah. from being a franchise who are up and coming, you know, amazing. They've won what two Super Bowls now? In the whole they won. Is they won one, one, one. Yeah, they won yeah, the one two, last two. year. But dude, he's already. But to your point, like, yeah, they've won the one. But he, he's already an MVP. He's a Super yeah. Bowl MVP. Like, yeah, that's in dude, two years got, as well. That's in two years. Yeah, and, and, and last year he wasn't the MVP of the league. But like, you wouldn't. You could definitely have been argued that he was. It's only because Lamar Jackson set fire to like the ground game that everyone's like, oh my God. But this year, it's not a new thing for Lamar Jackson. So it's definitely yeah. possible that 
uh, Patrick Mahomes is back at MVP again because <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. is, 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 is the team's only improved as well. The team's just improved the game. It's, it's, it's honestly worrying, but it, yeah. it's going to come a time where they're going to have to really sacrifice things because, as you've seen with Brady in his career, Brady took a hit on his cap sure. to make sure they could build around him, um, which obviously helped win those six titles. Yeah. Whereas Patrick Mahomes now is just taking that cap and put it in his back pocket and said, that is all mine. <laughs> Do what you can around me. Yeah, yeah for real. But um, I think in, a, in a couple of years' time, the new TV deal is due. And let's say that COVID-19 has passed and that the world is back to the way that it was. you got fans going to games again. And so the TV deal is likely expected to be basically doubled to what it is at the moment. So the calorie, the, the calorie sap, the salary cap could basically be around 250 million as like a minimum, I would say, based on that TV deal. So when you look at what he's due in for over the next five, six years, Mahomes, in terms of the money, it would actually be a relatively team-friendly deal if the cap does go up that way. And then you'd assume that the cap would just go up and up and up each year. So even though in some years he's going to be earning 50, and I think in one year, in 2027, he's due $59.5 million. Yes, that's an obscene amount of money. (laughs) It's ridiculous. That's just his salary. It's just his salary. It's not even like... Yeah, yeah. It's not even it, it is mad. No, no endorsement. Yeah, that's just the salary. <laughs> but let's say if the if the salary cap by then is two hundred and eighty million, then the team's got two hundred twenty million left still still left to work with. And yes, I'm sure by twenty twenty seven they'll have restructured his deal and whatever. <clears throat> but when you think at how much the cap could grow at, I think it's actually going to look like a relatively good deal. And I still think this will be fairly one off in terms of the length, because you, you see like Prescott and Watson kind of want shorter term deals especially Watson. But I think that's mm. more around a lack of faith in the organization of, of the Texans. Sure. Um, but yeah, I, I think Mahomes is a one-off player and I think this this is going to be a one-off deal. Yeah. The thing is, you are never, as you say, it would take an unreal surprise in the NFL for teams to go, oh, whoa, whoa, what's happened? Like, and then, then that kind of player would get a big contract again. Right. Um, Elliot's a six-year, wasn't it? Was he Elliot? He had a six-year contract, didn't he? Yeah, I want to say it was. It, it was too year, big for a running back. Six-year, like ninety million or something, wasn't yeah. it? Something like that? It was huge. It was, yeah. yeah. Um. But yeah, I, 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 well, I probably wouldn't say I can't see that happen again because Saquon Barkley's in the league and he's up there with one of the best running backs in the world. So yeah, uh, it, it's a mad world we're living in. Um, obviously, I do hope that Mahomes works out for the Chiefs because he is an exciting player to watch. But it's just, <laughs> right. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'd say I like a gamble. I like, I like betting on the football or whatever. Sure. Like I like, I like doing um, DraftKings with your brother. Oh uh, yeah. Obviously, yeah, yeah. obviously losing. But uh, oh my, that is a. Like, imagine putting all your money in one player and watching him play. I couldn't watch him play. I, I could not watch him. Oh, imagine, I imagine, <laughs> imagine, that, imagine a big massive defensive end comes flying in at him. Uh, I, nope. nope. Well, he, yeah. he, did, he did get injured last year, didn't he? There was yeah. yeah. Just looking at his kneecap. Yeah, which yeah. is a pretty serious. It was amazing that he came back so quickly. I think. It, um, last year, so yeah, like say, yeah, say like with in terms of having a contract like this again, like Lamar Jackson couldn't get a contract like this because I know Chris, you said earlier that running backs, mobile running backs, there's no evidence to show that they get injuries more often. But I think right. with Lamar Jackson, because he's a bit of a different size, I can almost see that if he takes a couple of big hits, he's just kind of going to be gone, almost like RG three, maybe not yeah. quite the same. No, no, extreme. you're. No, you you are kind of right. Like I, I think the I think the injury comparative is more um, is more generated towards 
it's more generated, excuse me, more generated towards quarterbacks who obviously can run. And like, for example, I think there was like, I think it was like something like 124 design run plays for Lamar Jackson last season, which is fucking insane. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So when you think of that number, it's like, okay, they, they have a plan as to like a number of ways this play should end. Right. And, and Lamar Jackson, like sliding protects him. Right. So he could obviously extend his playing ability from, from injury. Right. Yeah. But the problem here is, is to your point is that look, you like, even if he doesn't get quote unquote hurt, I think where RG3 runs into problems where Lamar Jackson, I, I think he's light years ahead of RG3 in this capacity, but like he can still throw the ball. Right. Yeah, so like yeah. he can be a pocket passer. He does have good accuracy. Whereas RG3, when he couldn't scramble, he actually had a very difficult time reading defenses and like throwing the ball productively and making plays um, in the pocket. Right. So, but Lamar yeah. Jackson can do that. So I think like he's got a bit of that hybrid of like can run, but can throw. So yeah, it's tough. Like he's not going to get the ten year, a ten year, five hundred million dollar contract. But he, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if. Or you know, I don't know, eighty percent of that of that number of sorts, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I said a while back that. Although um, Lamar Jackson's unreal to watch, and yeah, he's the new, the new toy of the NFL. You know, he's doing things that other quarterbacks haven't done for a long time now. It only takes one big hit, yeah, and his biggest weapon is done. Um, whereas if you say Mahomes, you say to him, "You can't run." He's still an unbelievable passer, and that's where it's dude. I, coming from. <laughs> so I was thinking about that before we were on the pod today, and I'm kind of like, <clears throat> I forget who I was listening to about. Mahomes' ability versus like Lamar Jackson's and like Lamar Jackson's obviously a pure runner, but I'm over here and I'm like, you can one, if anybody doesn't agree that like Mahomes didn't deserve that kind of money, I just weird. I believe he did. I'm sitting there and I'm like, he, he can run if he needed to, but like yeah. he doesn't, he doesn't have to. So like he yeah. is, he's like Lamar Jackson 2.0. He can run, he, you know, he doesn't have like that shiftiness like Lamar does, but dude, he's fast. Like, he knows yeah. how to fucking run. I remember last year, I think they were playing like the Cowboys and like something happened in the pocket and everyone went deep and there was this like 40 yard gap of nothing. Right. So he just took it. And while he was running, this is like, I don't know how his brain works, but he was like, he was like looking at the referee and like talking to the ref while he was yeah. running down the field. Yeah. You remember that play? Yeah. And I'm just like, nobody else does stuff like that. They're just like, he was on the game. see if anybody was near him. Like yeah. That. Yeah, exactly. And he just realized, well, I got 40 yards to run here. So I'm going to, I'm going to do it. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just like it's just it's just interesting to watch him play because like you are right man like he can't he he can throw he can throw he's he can throw the ball better than like he's like tom brady peyton manning aaron Rodgers, all wrapped into one and he can run like like russell wilson and lamar jackson it's yeah. fucking wild it's insane. And he, says, yeah. he says his brain is still his football brain is still getting better as well yeah so like yeah, imagine, imagine after a few more world. years of experience a few more years with andy Reid, it's gonna be insane yeah, what did he say? Like his, his MVP season, like he... He said he was still learning how to read defenses, wasn't he? Yeah, I was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Which is madness. Yeah. No, it's just right. going to be scary to see. Like, if Andy <laughs> Reid keeps going for another, like, six, seven years, like, how many of the Super Bowls could they win? Like, I mean, they could, they could win all of them. Yeah, like, yeah I'm saying. I'm sure they won't. There's too much competition. But, <laughs> like, yeah, it is madness to, to think what, 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 um, what they can become. It is. It really is. It's going to be fun to watch. 
Right. Sucks sucks for the AFC West. Sorry, guys. It does. <laughs> yeah, it does. Before we, uh, <laughs> AFC before in we, general, to be honest. To be fair, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Before we call it a day, Chris, Patriots this year, yep. what are we going? What record? Dude, I'm gonna I'm gonna say I'm gonna say uh, a soft ten and six, very soft ten and six. I listen. And have this division one. Do you guys hear me on that one? All right, that I cut out. It cuts yeah. out. All right, again. I'll repeat it. I have no problem saying this again. Bills fans, don't think you have this division one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. You guys, and they still might win the division, but, you know, seven playoff teams now. I think the Pats sneak in. I think they can do some damage. I'm a little nervous on their defense. Like, people are very high on their defense because of last season, but they lost a lot of internal guys. People have left, haven't they? Yeah, their defensive line isn't the same. They've lost some some middle linebackers. This is where, like, again, this is where, like, the in Bill We Trust thing kind of comes into play. It's like they have a lot of young players on on, inside, like, their, their linebacking core and on their line that we just haven't seen a ton of production from, but it could happen, right? I mean, we, we might end up with, like, the next Jamie Collins or the next Dante High, Hightower again. Yeah. Um, but their secondary is obviously the best in the league. So, yeah. defensively, I think they, they regress a little bit. They had, like, an absurd pace of, like, touchdowns and I don't even know, like, sacks and just, like, points against last season. That's not really a thing. Uh, but, they, dude, they basically have, like, the same pieces around, right? So, like, they have – I mean, they didn't really lose anybody on offense. So – I mean, I was I was I was fading Nikhil Harry. I think with Cam Newton, like he likes big bodies. Nikhil Harry is a thick four, dude. He's a big dude, right? So you have Nikhil yeah. Harry. You have like that CMC prototype and James White. You have like dude Ari, like you mentioned the Julian Edelman over the middle. Like you have a lot yeah. of that. You still have Mohamed uh, Sanu. Like it could be pretty good. It could be pretty good. I say in ten and I six. I was thinking. Uh, I was thinking the Bills going to take the division with about ten and six, and I was thinking the Patriots yeah. nine and seven. Yeah, fair but, enough. I, I can see that. That's not a that's not an impossibility. What are you thinking about, uh, David and Joku? Yeah, so the Pats have a seven point seven million dollar cap space. So uh, you know, I was I was thinking in my head that'd be pretty fun to watch, right? If he uh, yeah. if he came over to the came over to the Pats, but I don't think it's going to happen. Um, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, we just drafted a couple of tight ends who I think are going to be monsters. This year, um, as rookies, yeah. dude, I don't know. It's an interesting scenario, man. There's a lot of mouths over there. I can see why he's, um, you know, a bit upset with with how he's being handled. Yeah, I don't know. It's uh, he's never really been consistent, though, has he? He's been that's what I'm saying. Like, times. I don't know what you're crying about, never, dude. Yeah. But there's never been a great thing around him. Like Mayfield has been okay for the last couple of years, but yeah, like you'd have thought he'd been a lot more consistent than he would, considering all the hype that came around him. Sure. You'd have liked them to be a lot more of a consistent producer. Yeah, no, I, yeah. I agree with you. Like, I mean, I don't know, maybe Arizona. Arizona Cardinals might be a good spot for them. Like, they don't really have a tight end in that offense, but they don't need extra weapons. That's the thing. It's like, yeah, I don't know. I'm not quite sure, man. I don't have a good answer maybe for the you, Njoku. Maybe the Steelers. Steelers, yeah, maybe. Yeah, he, he's just like, he, he just hasn't been that productive over, you know, the past several years. And I don't know if that's the system or if it's him. I can't tell. But, again, if it's me, like, I don't know that I'd be complaining to be honest. I, you know, you gotta show, dude. If you if you showed up and played and outworked Austin Hooper, there's your proof. It's like, yeah, yeah there, there it is. So, yeah. well, it's been an absolute pleasure once again having you on. Um, Thanks, man. Obviously, this time it was more of a Patriots fan rather than a fancy football analyst. So, sure, that's what we like to hear. The, the raw, the raw opinions of the of the, uh, the Patriots fans. You are not well loved around the world, are you? But that's you know, fine. 
you're still there. You're still winning your championship. So, um, yeah. You want to tell the guys where they can find you? Yeah, we, we might be on a drought for the next uh, decade or so. So that's fine. I'll take it. But you know what? If we can have some beers and enjoy some football, I'll take that all day. Yeah. Do you want to tell the guys where they can find you? Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, if you haven't heard our podcast, go check us out. The Commish Fantasy Football Podcast. We're on pod, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google. You can also find us on Podbean. Uh, also check us out on social media at the Commish FFP. That stands for Fantasy Football Podcast, FFP. And we just launched our website last month, www.thecommishbrand.com. Uh, we have a bunch of apparel, merchandise on top of all the fantasy football content, articles, videos. Uh, we are trying to become one of the premier fantasy football clothing lines in the market. So along with the banter, the good takes, uh, you know, the international chats, the banter, right? I love it. Yeah. Uh, we're, we, want, we want to spread that community love and do it, do it in the form of some solid apparel. So go check it out. Yeah, I'll, I'll vouch for you. I, as soon as I saw the website go live, it was incredible work. So awesome. fair play to you guys. It, 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 I don't know how long it took you guys to do it, but it, it's well worth it all. So appreciate work. it. Um, appreciate you, you guys. Yep. A, oh, mate, it's been an honor having you on again. And we'll definitely do this again sometime. Um, if you want to find us, we're obviously at the Quick Snap UK on both uh, Instagram and Twitter. And we have got the quicksnap.co.uk website. So go over there and check it out. We have got some unbelievable news, though, to give you. Um, we have just launched... Uh, the biggest fancy football league that we've we've seen for a while. Uh, there's currently around 200 spots available. Um, it is sponsored by Pigskin UK and a Gate Sign Sports. The first prize is a signed Nike, the Sean Watson jersey, and a second prize is a hundred pound worth towards a signed mini helmet. So get yourself over there, sign up. It's all free. Try and prove that you are the best of the best. I mean, I won't win, but hey. Love it. Um, <laughs> Consider it <laughs> sin, dude. <laughs> Fantastic. Okay, Great. guys. Well, we'll, uh, we'll talk to you next time then. Thanks for coming on, mate. Thanks, bud. Appreciate it. Cheers, Chris. Bye, guys. See ya. Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.